We thank you because we know that you can speak to us. We thank you because your word is able to set free. Your word is potent. Your word is powerful. The Bible says your word is sharper than two-edged sword. We pray that your word will illuminate our hearts in the name of Jesus. Your word will heal us of every form of infirmities, every spiritual blindness. Our eyes shall see the truth and the wonders in your word. Thank you, glorious Father. For we know, I know, that none of us shall leave the same place, shall leave this place the same way we have come. Our lives will have been transformed for better. Our high spiritual highs will have been opened in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Philippians chapter 2. We thank God for his help thus far. We've been looking at the book of Philippians and our study continues today. I want to believe the Lord has been impressing on your heart. The Lord has also been opening your eyes to see the wonders in his word. And I want to believe also that you have been faithfully, you know, gladly studying Philippians. If you have been studying Philippians, let me see your hands up. Ah. Amen. Amen. Have you studied Philippians? Ah, Let me see your hands up, please. Put your hand, lift your hand. Let me see those hands up. They belong to you. Amen. Amen. Okay. Today, we'll look at Philippians chapter 2 from verses 12. Let me be sure. 12 to 17. Five verses. 12 to 17. And I'm just going to read very quickly. The seven verses, the five verses we're looking at, and then I'll teach. Amen. Therefore, my dear friends, as you've always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God. Who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose? Verse 14. Do everything without grumbling or arguing, so that you may become blameless and pure. Children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky. As you hold firmly to the word of life and then I will be able and then I will be able to boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labor in vain. But even if I am being poured out like drink offering on 
the sacrifice and service coming from your faith. I am glad and rejoice with you all. So you too should be glad and rejoice with me. The Lord will bless his word in the name of Jesus. I have told us a bit of history about how the church in Philippi began. The, the Philippians or the, Philipp, the church in Philippi was Paul's love. And you could see Paul's love like a love letter to his beloved church. I've told us how God led Paul and Barnabas no, Paul and Silas, I beg your pardon, to this part that ordinarily they would not have been, but for God's spirit that forbade them from going to that part because God has a purpose and God had the intentions of starting a church in Philippi. And so they hacking obediently to God's instruction. They followed the Holy Spirit leading and miracles began from uh, the miraculous uh, 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 for the miraculous release of Paul and Silas right to the to the uh, the the repentance of the jailer to the from the baptism of Lydia to the beating miraculous beating of Paul and Silas and the nakedness they had to go through and being in prison and all of that and all of that and the church began and so Paul was writing to this beloved church from prison I'd said to us that the situations that are around us, the difficulties the challenges the, the whatsoever it is, the success the victory should not be the reason why we should have joy the reason why we should have joy is because of Jesus. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Because if you, if the reason why you think you should be joyful is because you want to, because of a success. What if that success is delayed? What if that victory is just for a moment? I pray in the name of Jesus that for the rest of our lives we'll walk in victory in the name of Jesus. But you see, our anchor should be on Jesus more importantly. Because he's the only one that can give joy. Remember the Bible tells us that righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost is the kingdom of God. I am glad that it is not joy in the number of houses that you have. I am glad because it is joy. It is not joy that is tied to the number of certificates that you have. I am glad that it is not joy in the number of your networks that you have. I am glad because our joy is tied to Jesus. Otherwise, a lot of people will have been miserable. If joy is attached to a number of houses or cars or success, all these things are good. We should use them to the glory of God. Of course, we should not be complacent. We should be all that we, the best that we can be for Jesus. But I'm saying that the reason why you should rejoice and be joyful should be because of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says that when Jesus was born, there was joy 
it was light that announced the coming of Jesus. The Bible says in the book of Luke chapter 2 that the shepherd were taking their tongues to watch after their flocks and there, that, and there was light. The message of the Lord, the, the, the angel of the Lord appeared and there was light that announced that a king has been born. And joyfully, Jesus has no favorites. For the grace of God has appeared unto all men. So, in verse 12 of Philippians chapter 2, Paul, in view of Jesus' obedience in the preceding, in, in the preceding verses, when you look at the beginning with the, Paul told us about Jesus' humility and obedience to the cross. Jesus did not consider a robbery to be equal with God, but he willingly gave himself up, you know, to die for the sin of the world. He obeyed the will of his Father at the garden when Jesus was about to, to, be, to be taken. He said, not my will, but your will. So in view of this obedience that Paul had already told the church, he said, beginning from verse 12, Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence. And this caught my attention. I paused for a while while I was studying. He said, your obedience should not only be in my presence. You see, God knows the intent of our hearts. You can pretend to me that you love Jesus, but God knows that you don't love him. He weighs the intentions of our heart. You can pretend to be a brother in church. You can pretend to be a sister in church. You can pretend to be a lover of God before the people. We may not know, except the Spirit of the Lord tells us, but Jesus knows. You can't be a lukewarm Christian. You are hot today and cold tomorrow. You are not consistent with your obedience to God. You are not consistent in your service to Him. You are a different entirely in church. And you are a, 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 a beast in your homes. Or you, are, or you are someone else at your place of work. You, I mean, you go to club on Friday... And then on Sunday, you come and sing hallelujah. God knows. I may not know because I'm not there. But God knows. You slander your brethren. And then you just finish talking, talk, bad talking to someone. And the person suddenly appears. Oh, my sister, how are you? God knows. He knows. He knows the intent of your heart. He knows. He knows. Do not be uh, the one who is doing eye service. So Paul says, You have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence. Can God say of you? Can Jesus? 
say of you that you are not uh, doing eye service? That's a question to you. Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. And someone might, might ask, but Ephesians said to us that uh, righteousness is not a, 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 a function of our works. It's a gift, yes. Right? Ephesians told us that it's a gift. We cannot work for our own salvation. It's a gift. But that gift of salvation comes with responsibility. Work out. Work out. Ensure that you are working towards perfection. Work out your salvation with fear and with trembling. The gift of God that you have received comes with the responsibility of works. Which is why James is saying that faith without works is dead. Work it out. Make up your mind to walk with Jesus. Not only walk with him, but also walk with him. Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. Do we have it on the board? Ephesians 2. For we are God's and the work. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. Let me read from verse 8. For it's grace. You have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourself. It's a gift of God. Not by works. So that no one can boast. Verse 10. For we are God's and the work. God's and the work created in Christ Jesus to do good works. To do good works. Which God prepared advance for us to do. We are God's and the work created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Which God prepared in advance for us to do. Friends, your salvation comes with responsibility. Responsibility to love. Responsibility to give responsibility to be the light responsibility to be the salt let your light so shine the responsibility is on you let your light your light let it shine let your light so shine before men that they may do what? That they may see your good works. Your good works. It is a responsibility to all of us. Tell your neighbor you have work to do. Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Work out your salvation with reverence to God. 
that it is the love of Christ that has constrains me. Oh, this looks so pleasurable, but I cannot do it for the love of Jesus. This looks like what everybody is doing and nobody cares, but for me, I am going to stand out. I'm going to be the light in this perverse and crooked generation. Generation where the, 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 the mind is warped and nobody seems to care anymore. And so it looks as if someone has been given up to a reprobate mind. You see a man calling himself a woman and taking all forms of pills to look like a woman. You see in a generation where you, you ask people, a woman will tell you, uh, they are telling you or telling us that, uh, uh, oh my God, that a, a child is allowed to, to choose the sex that, was, it, was that child there when he was born? To now tell me that you are going to tell you are the one to decide whether maybe it is not enough. You know, in the hospital, when a child is born, they will put some uh, yellow to, or something color to know a pick of blue or something. Maybe if they do it in some countries now, they will tell the doctor you are wrong. Allow the child to grow to it to decide the path he wants to follow. No, the Bible says of Abraham, I know him, I can't hide anything from him because I know him. He will command his children after me. We have responsibilities. We have responsibilities. Don't be part of some nonsense that they call ideologies that is not found in the Bible. Male and female created them. I don't know why they are confused. But me, I am not. Amen. And I believe you are not too. For, (coughs) excuse me, for it is God who works in you to will and to do his good pleasure. Amazing God. Who started the good works on the cross for you and I. And Philippians chapter 1 says that the Lord has started a good work in us. Will continue until the day. It's the Bible says it shall perfect it. Until the day of our Lord Jesus. So he, he, he started the good work on the cross for you and I. But he didn't leave us there. He is walking with us through the Holy Spirit. Until we become perfect. Until Christ returns. What an amazing God. Because he desires that we do his will. And we do his good, we do his good pleasure. So. When you do his will, you are giving him pleasure. When you are doing God's will, he he has pleasure in you. Just the same way we are parents here, God God will bless your children in the name of Jesus. And if you are trusting the Lord for one, the Lord will answer you. When your child is doing well, how do you feel, sir? When your child is obedient, how do you feel? Your child gives you pleasure. You have family values and your children are growing to understand these values and they are exemplifying these values. As a parent, you will tell yourself, oh, glory, you have helped me. These children are giving me pleasure. The same way your heavenly father takes pleasure in you when you do his will. And how do you know God's will when you don't study the Bible? 
You see why your walk is with God is with the scriptures? A, a number of people are confused because they don't know the word. They are lazy. They, you see, and it's not laziness. I just sometimes I believe it's the work of the devil. The Lord will bind the devil. Because we spend time on unnecessary things. On Netflix, amen? The devil is just coining every form of distractions. On social media, all form of things. And you see, I know that in the future, social media will transcend beyond what it is now. So if I'm going to attend a meeting at Oshvarsity, on social media, on the internet, I can feel the person that is standing beside me. You have not heard that. So it's not just in your imagination. You can actually feel that someone is, you can interact. <laughs> oh, wisdom is, uh, knowledge is, has, has increased. Thank God Jesus had already prophesied in, the, in Matthew. They asked him, when, when the end time is coming, how shall we know? He said, don't worry, you will see signs. Knowledge shall. But please, as believers, we should not be carried away. As convenient as these things are, as good as they are, we should walk in that consciousness of what has already been said. I'm not saying don't use them. But just ensure that you are doing God's will. How many times do how many minutes do I have left, please? I forgot to tell you the title of this sermon. Be the light bearer. For it is God who walks in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Beyond starting the good works on the cross for you and I, the, the plan for salvation. He has also given us the enablement to do His will through the Holy Spirit. You, you want to do God's will? You must walk with the Holy Spirit. Do everything without grumbling or arguing, so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine. Say to your neighbor, shine your light. Shine your light. No one lights a candle and put it under the basket. Let your light so shine before me. That was Jesus speaking in Matthew chapter 5. The Sermon on the Mount. Let your light so shine before me that they may see your good works. Do you know that one of the Futures of Christmas is lights. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the essence of being a Christian is light. In him was light. And the light was what? The life of what? Our name was life and the life was the light of him. You cannot separate the life of Christ from light. So, as a Christian, what must you do? Shine your light. 
you cannot have the light and still be in darkness you cannot have the light you see i was just someone said there is light at the end of the tunnel no i am even if i'm inside that tunnel there is light because i'm in i'm in there don't wait till the end of the tunnel before you put on your light let your light shine stand out in this warped generation what then will be the difference between those who know god and the ones who know god if you do what they do if you speak the way they speak what's the difference if you dress the way they dress what's the difference if you dress half naked and naked no difference nakedness is there men you put your or boys you put your trouser here what's the difference some will say just show a little skin why must you show is is the skin of you not enough what's 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 the joy right be the light in this perverse generation if you are telling lies how are you different from them the bible says that devil is the father of all lies is the devil your father i tell my son all this all the time don't tell lies because everybody that tell lies the devil is their father is the devil your father no 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 so don't tell lies How do we shine our light? Paul was able to tell us few things here. In verse 16, he said, Hold on firmly to what? The word of... As you hold out the word of life, in order that I may boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labor for nothing. One of the ways if I to turn on your light consistently is to hold it firm. Hold it. Hold it firm. Now when you are walking by the road and you are holding your phone, how do you hold that phone? Eh? You hold it firm. Why? Come again. You don't want to. You don't want it to be stolen. Or you don't want it to fall. Hold firmly the word. Don't let it drop. Because the devil comes all the time to distract us from holding firm the word. Because he wants to steal the life of Christ in us. John 10.10 10 says the devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. What do you think he has come to steal? The word. Remember Jesus was given a parable of the sower. He said he went to the seed, to the field to sow. And some seed fell on the, 
on the, on, on the road path. It was trampled upon. And he began to, and then he said, some fell on the rocky ground. It sprang up for a while. But because there was no root in it, it dried up. Some fell on, on, on one, one came, the, the best of the air, just pick it, just pick it, and, and that's it. He said, but the ones that fall on the good ground grows and bear fruits. And then he said, the, 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 the seed is the word of God. And the ground is your heart. Hold firm the word of life. Hold firm the word of life. That is the only way you can stand against every form of distraction. Let the word be important to you. One of our teachers says, I, when I heard him say that, he said in 1991 or 1992, he made up his mind that if, uh, if he hasn't studied the word, there will not be breakfast. Every other thing is important to you except the word. Desire the word as a baby desires the sincere milk of the breast. That you may grow if you starve your spirit, how will you grow? Every way will look like a way to you. Every preaching will look like it is right. You will be so confused. And philosophies will look like God's word. Hold firm the word. Paul says, be the light in this generation. Hold firm the word of life. Hold firm the word of life. And he said, I will be able to boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labor in vain. This is the lesson for me, which is also for everyone. You want your light to continue to shine? You must look forward to Jesus' return. You must look forward to his coming. You must look forward to the day you will stand before him. You must look forward. The Bible says he has planted eternity in our hearts. You think you are not going to stand before Jesus someday? And think about it. When you stand, will Jesus be proud of you? Look forward to his return. Jesus is coming back. He said, the same way you see me ascend, one day I am going to return. As somebody saying, but Jesus is not coming, I hear you. But it has been appointed unto man to die once. After what? After it is judgment. There is a day of Jesus. <laughs> I, he said, I will come like a thief in the night. That coming might be one day. After you have lived so long, you close your eyes to sleep and wake up on the other side. That day he has returned to you. Look forward to his coming. Look forward to his coming. Look forward to his coming. Let your faith walk in love. Galatians chapter 5 verse 6. Let your 
faith. Walk in love. Do you have love of Christ in you? Let your faith walk in love. Let your, if you have faith, if you claim to have faith and you don't have love, you don't have it. Uh, you can even prophesy in tongues. You can even have the tongues of angels. But without love, Corinthians says, Paul says, saying in Corinthians says, you are just making noise. You are a clanging cymbal. Let your faith walk in love. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts, what is what? Let's read it together. Is expressing faith itself. What true love? Expressing faith, true love. It's Christmas season. Did you reach out to anyone? Both in prayer and in wishes, just to make that person feel that you are not forgotten. I love you. I love you is not a word that is that should be used uh, 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 for you know love of Christ. I'm talking about filial, brotherly love. 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 Express your faith in love. Express your faith in love. Uh, let me add another scripture to that. First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. You became imitators of us. Okay. We continually remember before our God and our Father your work produced by faith your labor prompted by love and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. I said to us earlier that we must shine our light. What does light mean? Or what does light signify? Light are used to make things evident. Light, when, when this place, when the light is off, there will be darkness. Things become blurry or unclear. So you have to turn your light. Light are guide. You, you walk to the airport, you see light indicating this is the direction that you must follow. Be the guide. Light our warnings. Don't keep quiet and allow sin to prevail. Be so that they will not say my own is too much before they call me uh, the, the religious people. What is religion? Because it before God they tell me that I am too spiritual. So if you are not spiritual, 
What are you? Eh? A spiritist. <laughs> Light are used as warning. If you have gone through safety courses, there are colors that tells you this is danger. This is this is uh, good. This is the way. This is all of that. In in, in engineering, colors are used as codes and stuffs like that. Light are warning. Light shows direction. Light shows direction. Light makes things safe. You want to secure your house, you put perimeter light. So in the night, anybody that is trespassing in your premises, at least even if you don't know, somebody is looking. Light cannot be darkness. You cannot be the two. You can't be the two. It's either you are the light or you are in darkness. One of it is, you can't, can you put light and darkness together? It's either there is light or light is not existing. So you cannot sit on the fence. You cannot be the two. When we copy the pattern and behavior of this perverse generation, we are not different from them. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be ye renewed. Yeah, am I correct? By the renewal of your mind or something like that. Be ye changed, something like that. Be ye transformed, yes, thank you. By the renewal of your mind. We thank God for the Christmas lights. We thank God because light announced the birth of Jesus. Because Jesus himself is the light of the world. As you celebrate Christmas. Still celebrating Christmas. Remember that you are the light bearer. No one that Jesus said to you. Let your light shine that they may see your good works and glorify the Father in heaven. Remember the only way God will take pleasure in you is when you are consistent with turning on your light. Let's bow our head to pray. Father, we want to thank you for your word. Thank you for reminding us that we are light bearers. Thank you because you are our light. You are our life. You are the reason we live, we move, we have a being. Thank you for your works that started, began in us on the cross. And that same, you are still working with us until Jesus returns. Thank you because you have not abandoned us. Thank you. We pray that you will help us. Because your word tells us in the book of 2 Corinthians... 1 Corinthians, that God is able to make all grace abound to us. Lord, we pray for more grace to consistently walk in light. To consistently be the light bearer. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.